Well, somebody has. Praise God for Calvary. Boy, ain't it good to know that He loves you. Ain't it good to know that He wants to save you, that He wants to do something with you. Amen. Praise God. Calvary. Now take your Bibles and turn to Jeremiah chapter number 5. Jeremiah chapter number 5 tonight. You say, wait a minute, what in the world's good in Jeremiah chapter number 5? Yeah, there's a lot of heartache, there's a lot of uh, sin run rampant, there's a lot of bad things. But I can tell you this for it, sir, we, we'll see the good in it all. We'll see the good in it all. If you have found your place, hear the Bible pages turning. I want to give everybody a chance to get there. Praise God, we got a Bible tonight. We're going to read one verse and we're going to go. Y'all ready? Chapter 5, verse number 1 says this, Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now, and know, and seek in the broad places thereof, if ye can find a man. Not many. A man. If there be any that executeth judgment, that seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. Let us pray tonight. Heavenly Father, God, I do thank you for the day that you've given us, God. God, what a great day that you've given us. God, I love it, God, how you just show up all the time, God. God, you show up in Sunday school. God, you show up in the worship, God. You show up, God, in your precious word. And God, now you've shown up tonight. God, we give you praise. God, we give you praise. God, I ask you tonight, God, that you open us up. God, we need it. God, we need to be opened up, God. God, just show us your word, God. God, God, do something in us, God, that only you can do. God, do a work that would testify of your goodness. God, your grace and your mercy and your love. God, I thank you that you love us like you do. <laughs> oh, God, to think about how much you love us. God, I just want to laugh with joy. Oh, God, to think about how good you are. God, it don't matter what we're going through. You're always there. <laughs> God, it don't matter what we face. You're always there, God. <laughs> God, that you love us all the way through the pain, God. <laughs> God, when it feels like we can't get up, God, you, pick, you just pick us up and carry us, God. Oh, God, you're so good. God, I pray tonight through your precious word, you just, God, show us. God, remove me to the side. God, I ain't nobody. <laughs> God, I just want to be a vessel. God, empty vessel. God, you take me, do what you want to with me. God, I'm yours. <laughs> God, I'm yours. <laughs> God, may we be able to say that tonight. We're yours. <laughs> oh, God. God, you be honored, glorified tonight. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Aren't you glad to know tonight you can walk into the house of God and God already knows what you need? Huh? God already knows what you need. You see, tonight where tonight you might say, Jeremiah chapter 5, don't none of that sound good right there. That sounds bad. Well, yeah, we are in a bad time right there in Scripture. Oh, the children of Israel, there they are again. They floundered back and forth. Boy, they'll be faithful. They'll be trusting God. And the next thing you know, they done fell off the horse. Literally. Yeah. Fell off the horse, done fell into sin, sent it up, right? 
Adultery, adultery, you better believe all this is going on. Hey, you got heresy going on. You got religious heresy happening. You got priests doing things they shouldn't be doing, saying things they shouldn't be saying. Hey, taking a look away to the people's sin. Oh, don't think it didn't happen at that time. See, that's what old Jeremiah's dealing with at this time. And you might say, well, Jeremiah's the weeping prophet. Well, can't you see why he'd be the weeping prophet? I mean, here he is, he's pouring out everything that God's got for him to give, and yet the people don't listen. Anybody with me? Y'all with me tonight? Here he is, he's pouring it all out, and yet they still choose sin over choosing God's way. And you see, it's their very flesh, folks, it's their very flesh that's leading their ways. Now, do you see a contrast in today's time? Huh? Do you see a contrast in today's time? See, that's what's real today. That's why the Bible is applicable. You say, we're in the Old Testament. We may be in the Old Testament, but it applies today. Well, you don't have to look very far around you. You say, preacher, you say that a lot, that we're living. Hey, we're living in the last days. How about swallow that? How about realize that? How about realize that the, the battle is not going to get lighter and colder and smoother and easier. It's going to get hotter and it's going to get harder as we go. And we're going to have to be in touch with the holy righteous God. That's the only way we'll survive, folks. It's the only way our homes will survive. It's the only way anything is going to take place. We're going to have to be righteous. What do I mean by righteous? I'm talking about right with God. Separated, set apart to be used by God. Your family to be an example of what God's Word says. Righteous. Here they are. I mean, here he is. God is looking for just one. Amen. I mean, think back to Sodom and Gomorrah. And think about how Abraham prayed to God and he got down and got down and got down. Got down to ten, folks. And couldn't find ten. And now here we are here. And now God is just looking for one. Amen. Amen. Folks, that's real. I wonder today how many righteous people we've got. No, I didn't mean righteous in the sense that you're all holier than thou. Let's make sure we understand terminology here. No, I'm talking about a man who's right with God, who wants to be in step with God. Doesn't mean that you're perfect, but you want to be right with God. And not only do you want to be right with God, you seek God's way and you do what God says. You see, there is a difference today. Hmm? There's a difference today. I pray that we examine our own lives tonight, that we really see where we are. Listen, the title of the message is, Would There Be One? Would there be one? I mean, here it is. Notice in verse 1 with me. Run ye to and fro through the streets. What is God saying here? Check everywhere you possibly can. Go everywhere you can possibly go to see if you can find them. You know what it tells me about God? Huh? He's willing to go everywhere. Huh? Did you catch that? He's willing to go everywhere. I wonder tonight if he went everywhere, how many righteous people he would find. Huh? You see, we've made it, we've made it a dirty word to be righteous. We have. 
I mean, seriously, tonight, we've made it a dirty word to be righteous. Why? Because that's the first thing we go to. Well, I can't be righteous. I sin. Guess what? You sin. I sin. We all sin. But God, God in His grace and God in His mercy, He stands ready to forgive us. Why? Because He's got a plan for us. And tonight, here's the ticket. Here tonight, listen, you don't have to feel condemned. But if you feel convicted, here's the real deal. Do business with God. Why? Because that's the best thing you could do. To be right with God. There's nothing greater. There's nothing better. How in the world can you know the will of God for your life and the life of your family if you're not willing to seek Him for it and be right before Him? Huh? I, let's just, I mean, let's just be real tonight. Huh? I mean, we live in a, a, a society, right? We live in a society that says if it feels good, do it. Huh? I'll never forget the students and student ministry that would say to me, Hey, why can't two people just love each other? Why does it matter that they have to be male and female? Oh, that's real. You don't think it's going on. You don't think it's happening. Yes, that's real. That's what our kids are battling and facing. And folks, if we don't give them the truth of the Word of God, the world will not give it to them. We must be the ones. huh? We must be the ones that's going to be set apart by God, holy and righteous. You say you just word that your word holy. How can I be holy? If a holy God is inside of you, you can be holy. If a righteous God is inside of you, you can be righteous. Don't tell me it can't be done. Listen, it's just not his character. It's his nature. It's who he is. He is a righteous God. And we ought to praise him that we serve a righteous God tonight. The righteous God. Hey, anything else that we worship, guess what it is? It's called idol worship. Idol worship. But our society does if it feels good. Do it. Can I tell you tonight, how in the world can you be righteous before God? huh? And you say, preacher, I go out at night and I go to the bar and sit on the bar stool. Oh, come on now. Oh, goodness. Huh? Everybody listening? Everybody's looking, right? You can't be righteous in sin. Now, it doesn't mean, listen, doesn't mean that you're not going to sin, but it does mean that you'll get it right with God. But you're not going to find righteousness of God sitting at the bar. (laughs) You're not going to find righteousness of God shooting up drugs. You're not going to find the righteousness of God cheating on your spouse. Let's be real. Huh? You're not going to find, listen, you're not going to find the righteousness of God sinning. God don't hang with sin. Hmm. Praise God, he hangs with humility. <laughs> Y'all don't get that, but it'll be all right. Hmm. You can't tell me that you can go home at night and watch porn and be righteous tonight. huh? Everybody shocked? I mean, let's just be real. Huh? You don't think that happens? Yes, oh yes. We know that happens, oh, outside the church. Huh? Isn't that our thought? I mean, let's get our holy righteous thought on, right? 
Because I mean, that's what we think. We think it happens out there. It doesn't happen in here. Can we just be real? Huh? You're not going to be able to sit there and watch dirty, filthy movies and expect to be righteous before God. I just want to be real with you. <laughs> because until we decide and make up our mind that we're going to open our heart and be right before God, we can't be right before God. We can't be right before God. These are things that are, this, this is what people are dealing with. Huh? And we can look around and say, it must be so and so over there. It must be so and so over there. Because surely none of that's in my heart. You ever looked at a woman and lusted her? You ever looked at a man and lusted him? Oh, it's quiet in here tonight. Hmm? Mm. I'm not here to condemn you, but I am here to tell you this. God is holy and righteous and he expects us to do the same. And either we are or either we ain't. And I think it's about time people get in the boat or get out the boat. <laughs> Listen, you're going to fall out the boat. You ever seen somebody riding in a boat and they got their legs stuck out trying to go down the river? How long would that last? You better be, you ain't Peter. And Peter didn't stay on the water very long. I mean, let's just be real tonight. We'll do business with God. What do you think we are? We're here for a vacation? I love you. I thank God for you. But guess what? We got work to do. And yes, all the sins that I was calling out, the same is in lying and stealing and cheating and everything else. It just takes one to separate us in fellowship from God. That's a reality. A reality. God cares about righteousness, folks. You say, how do you know that? Look at His Word. Look at His Word. Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem and see now, comma, and know, comma, and seek in the broad places thereof, comma, if you can find a man. What a sad commentary. Of people. And the truth is, we'd have to say a sad commentary of people today. Hmm? We ain't got to like it, but it's real. Can I ask you this? What does God say? Be holy, for I am holy. Did He say, if you feel like being holy, because I'm holy, and if you feel like you want to be holy, you can be holy too? I love how we'll play games. With God. Y'all ever, you, you debated God, you debated God's word. Well, God, does that really fit into a sin? I mean, really. I mean, you know, it's, where's that gray area? Folks, there is no gray area. There's no gray area with God. And let me tell you something. If you can't find it in the word of God for yourself and the Holy Spirit of God convicts you, guess what God's telling you? It's a sin to you. Huh? See, we don't preach it. It don't get preached anymore, but that's a reality. If conviction falls upon you, you better live by those convictions that God places upon your heart. It's a reality, folks. I don't care what society says. I don't live by what society says. I don't live by what another preacher says. Uh-oh. Yes, there's, things, there's people I don't agree with. Amen. There's things that I've read, commentators I absolutely love and adore, but I can read something, and if it don't 
bear witness with me, then I lay it down. Come on. We better know who we're following as well. Better know who we're following. God is holy. We should be holy. Think about this. God didn't save you and change you and then put the Holy Spirit of God in you for you to live in sin. Huh? You think God did all that miraculous? It's a miracle that you're saved. Huh? It is a miracle that you're saved. And do you think God did all that miracle working inside of you for you to live in sin? Absolutely not. That is not His plan for your life. That's not His plan for my life. That's young people here tonight. That's not His plan for your life, for you to choose sin and live in sin. That's not what God's got for you. And you don't have to live in it. And I don't care who says it's cool and who says it's popular. Who cares? You know what ought to be popular in our heart is what God has to say about it. It's going to be God that you stand before. It's not, listen, it ain't going, and I'm talking, it don't matter what your age is here today. It doesn't matter. You're not going to stand before your friends when you die. You will stand before Almighty God. He is judge. Oh, and He is just. He is just. Think about this tonight. You know what I love about this is, though, though, if you go back to chapter number 4 and you look in verse number 14, he even gives them a remedy and a way out. Go there and look at it. Chapter number 4, verse number 14, what does it say? What does the Scripture say? O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved. God always, listen to me, God always allows us a way out if we want out. You ain't got to believe it, but it don't make it not true. Huh? God always allows us a way out. There'll always be an open door. Praise God, listen, it might have to be like Joseph did. You might have to leave without your clothes. But you could escape that sin. I'm serious tonight. Well, we've got to have a heart. But we need to do some heart washing. Some heart surrendering. We think about the country in which we live. And yes, the economy's doing great. Yes, 401ks are doing great. Amen? And that's all good stuff. And we can praise God about that. And we can get all excited. But guess what? The world is in a mess. I said the world is in a mess. And can I tell you tonight, we don't need more government regulation. And I'm just going to break this out. I'm going to the SBC down in June. Folks, we don't need another resolution. I'm just going to be honest with you. Matter of fact, we could probably stand to get rid of some resolutions. Yeah, I'll probably get some hate mail on this. That'll be all right. We'll be ready there to receive it. The reality is we don't need any more resolutions. What we need to do is just follow what God's already told us to do. It's already in His Word. He's already, lo- listen, He loves you enough to give you His precious Word. All we got to do is follow it. All we got to do is live by it. Listen, allow the Holy Spirit of God to lead you and guide you. 
Boy, if we could turn everything else off. No, we don't need more regulation of this and that. We need a people who will repent and turn to the holy, righteous God. Oh, and tonight, what do we need? Oh, that's exactly what we need. We need to turn back to God, folks. I'm talking about with our heart, with everything that we've got. But here's the reality tonight, and hear my heart. Whether you choose to turn to God, whether you choose to get the sin out of your life, it will not change how God views sin. It won't change it. It won't change it. There's so many people that say, I'll put my head in the sand. I'll sin and do what I want to do. I'll, uh, and, and guess what? Uh, God ain't going to see it, so he ain't going to be able to do nothing about it. Can I tell you, God sees everything that goes on. Huh? Yeah, we can. See, you can hide it. You can hide it when you go to church. You can hide it when you go to town. You might can even hide it when you go home and see your spouse. But you ain't hiding it from God. You ain't hiding it from God. Preacher, what are you talking about tonight? I'm saying we got to empty ourselves. And until we decide to do that, you're not going to go anywhere with the Lord. That's pretty harsh, ain't it? But it's the truth. It's the truth. Don't expect God to, to lead you somewhere if you ain't willing to surrender yourself to Him. So we see, number one, righteousness is supreme with God. Is supreme with God. Number two, we see that righteousness, <laughs> righteousness is safety with God. Huh? What are you talking about, preacher? Well, we see it in verse number one. Look right here. Chapter number five, verse number one. Run ye to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem, and see now and know, and seek in the broad places thereof. If you can find a man, if there be any that executeth judgment, that seeketh the truth. Look here, look at the description. That seeketh the truth, and I will pardon it. Who's it going to pardon? Yes. If he can find what? One man. One righteous man. One righteous man. Think about this tonight. You say, preacher, we're a small church. I'm just one person. I'd ask you to look around and see what God has done through all of His Word with one man. With one man. You see, tonight it's worth standing. Tonight it's worth making up our mind that we're going to be a people righteous before God. Listen, I don't want to go through the motions. Anybody? Huh? Huh? Anybody looking at going through the... I mean, anybody just want the norm? I mean, we can just show up and sing and smell good and look good. Right? Go through the motions. Go home and wake up the same way we were. Hmm? Oh, you don't think that happens? <laughs> huh? But yet you can be the one who's got their mind made up that you're going to live for God. I wonder tonight, do we got anybody who would say, I'm going to be the one. Hey, if nobody goes with me, I don't care. I'll be the one. Huh? If everybody dogs me about having my Bible, if everybody dogs me about how I pray, if, you know, everybody can find something wrong with somebody. We ought to get over that. 
I don't really care if I'm liked. I like to be loved. Amen. Oh, come on now. Anybody like to be loved? Sure you do. But not at the cost of my righteousness. Because guess what? The righteousness in me is not mine. It's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. So here's the question tonight. <laughs> Would there be one? Would there be one? You see, I believe that God has done a work. <laughs> I believe God's done a work and God is doing a work and God is going to continue to do a work as long as we seek Him. As long as we get our hearts right with Him. As long as we live righteous. It doesn't mean that we're perfect. So here's what I'm asking you tonight. Is there anything that's keeping you from being righteous? Because if there is, guess what we need to do tonight? We need to remove it. We need to remove it. And guess who's the remover? Christ. Christ. When we lay it down and ask Him to forgive us of our sin, guess what? He's faithful and just to forgive us. <laughs> because that's who He is. But you know where that's got to start? With you and me. With you and me. I want to ask you tonight if you'd join me down at the altar. Heads bowed and eyes closed. I wonder if we could just get before God tonight. Say, God, forgive me of my sin. God, open my heart. God, show me what God is in the way from me walking with you. Oh, I wonder, would you come tonight? See, we can pretend, we can go through the motions, but it's one thing when we get on our face before God. Say, God, I'm turning. God, I'm repenting. God, do a work in my life. Oh, I pray, would you come tonight? There are those at the altar, would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Oh, God's calling us tonight. Would you come? I'll be a righteous one. Oh, there's one with me. There's one with me. Oh, God, help us. Oh, to be the example. God, help us to live a life righteous. God, I pray you touch us in a mighty way. God, do the work that only you can do. God, you're the redeemer. God, you're the forgiver. So, God, I pray you do the work that only you can do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.